You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, everybody. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Sponskowski here along with Brandon Clark. And we are so excited that you've joined us this morning. Thank you for giving us part of your day and for joining us for these great conversations on all things Catholic. This hour, this half hour, we're going to talk with a friend of ours who's, uh, you hear him on the radio once a month on Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. It's a rotten radio, but this is not rotten radio. (laughs) We've only got one third of rotten radio, right, Joe? How we doing, brothers? (laughs) Good to have you with us this morning. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call myself the better half, but I'm certainly the secular half. I, uh, I don't have a collar on, so I get to be the lay the lay portion of Rutten Radio. So I, is that Irish math where you're one third <laughs> but you're half? Or how does that work, Joe? <laughs> you know the Irish. We're not uh, too worried about the details. We like the story. So if the story works, then we run with it. Well, let's run with that a little bit. We're here to talk with you a little bit about the Faith and Business Conference. But before we get into that, let's talk about uh, the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity um, and, and the challenging work you know that you're doing here, but also the uh, really uh, uh, important work that you're doing with your Catholic Men's Business Fraternity. Fraternity, Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, kind of the, the Men's Business Fraternity really comes out of, you know, who am I and I'm a guy with two brothers that are priests and two brothers that are cowboys. Uh, lots of people know the priests, but, uh, you know, they're kind of shocked to find out that there's two bull riding uh, cowboys in the family, too. And so I just have seen in my history and in my education sometimes a challenge on behalf of the Church to speak well to men. Uh, and in that dynamic within my family, I thought, how can I help uh the church, represented by my brother priests, speak uh, the gospel to uh, men who maybe often are challenged by the proposal or by the spiritual nature of, of religious practice in our Catholic faith. And there's men's groups and lots of good things, but I've never really seen it done, done extremely well and consistently over a long period of time. And so I thought, you know, what if we did something different and we came, brought them in through the back door you know, my brothers, uh, the, the, the cowboys, they really value work and, and hard work and labor and, and business. And, you know, if you got your hands dirty and you're, you're kind of contributing to the family and the community, like that's what gives them meaning and value. And so I thought, what if we, we approach those, that particular place and bring the fellas into business and conversations about faith and work? that we can bring them into the back door of the spiritual practice of their faith. And so with that, a handful of men said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's start a Catholic business fraternity for men. And eight years ago, that popped onto the scene, and here we are. we got about 100 members here in uh, the Sioux Falls area, and there's other kind of local confraternities out in uh, other parts of the Midwest that uh, have their own men's business fraternities. So we inspire men to be who God created them, uh, by connecting them to their faith through work. Joe, I'm guessing you get different men on different levels of the spectrum as far as practicing the faith. How, how do these meetings work as far as, you know, breaking them into the faith? Uh, you know, is it, is it like a, a hard charging deep into the faith or, or, you know, is there a gradual progression? What do you guys do to, to work with guys who maybe, you know, aren't as convicted as others? 
Well, I have been a part of uh, formation sessions for other institutions where they brought the people into the room and they sat them down at a table and they each had a catechism of the Catholic Church at their at their seat. And uh, to say that it wasn't effective would be an understatement. Um, so what we do is, in a sense, we, we live, we practice the faith. So we begin all of our, our monthly formation sessions with Mass. So they come to Mass as fellows in the fraternity, and they're present to the liturgy together, and... You know, but we're not there telling them or teaching them about the Mass, but we are practicing the sacraments. Then we go from there and we have coffee and, and a bagel for an hour in the parish hall cathedral here in Sioux Falls. And what we do is we give them one paragraph in small groups that they reflect upon, and that paragraph is comes from a work called The Vocation of the Business Leader, and the paragraph is a reflection upon Catholic social teaching principles in business practices, and we put together a curriculum that helps them reflect upon how it is that they can do work better through the integration of faith principles in business practices. And from there, then you develop a relationship, a, a community, a place of trust where the men can be honest about their other aspects of their lives, right? Maybe they're just on the side at their tables, they're catching up with each other on on their marriage or on their children or or on their faith practice, and you know. So, but but I would say that the the formation spiritually uh, is is kind of secondary. It comes on the back end because most of the fellows, if you put the the, the catechism on the front end, they kind of start choking on it. You know, it's like eh, I don't know if this is what I want to do this morning. But if you can give them a little bit at the back end, boy, they get all fired up when they can find that their work has meaning and it contributes to, to making uh, flourishing communities, and in turn it helps them become better men. I think it's a great approach, Joe, and I think it's uh, drawing on you know kind of the experience as men. We, we like to get together and do things and accomplish things. And then a lot of times, right? And then afterwards, we think about them. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So it's so kind of like a... Does, yeah, Steve, so what we do is we just give them a paragraph to reflect on. So it's like Lexio Divina, if you know the, the kind of the Benedictine monastic practice of Lexio, holy reading, where you take Scripture and you read it for inspiration. We just take this document from uh, the, the, one of the pontifical councils in Rome, and they get to reflect upon how the Church, for instance, last Wednesday's reflection was, was this. The Church cares deeply about entrepreneurs and business and the creation of wealth. And all the guys in the room are like, what? The Church cares about the creation of wealth? Oh, I, you know, because most of them feel like the Church, I shouldn't say this, but, but there are people that feel like the Church is, like, puts up with business people. They, they're not. They're like. There's this tensious relationship where we know that we need the wealth that they create to do the mission of the church, but we're not necessarily always sure if what the businessmen is doing are doing is good. And so, what we get to do is ennoble the business leaders. And in our group, it's it's a men's group, so the businessmen. But this is business in general. We get to ennoble them and say, "You're created in the image of a God that's a creator. You have gifts 
and, and strengths and passions that you get to participate and become a co-creator with the divine creator, and you get to make things that you can put in a market economy that can be at service or can be a good or a product that helps other people. And when you frame it that way, then they begin to see what they do at 9 o'clock every morning at work differently because they begin to see that there's a spiritual nature to the to the secular work, if you will, that they do. You know, Joe, what's that like for you? We just have a couple minutes here before we go ahead to break. What's that like for you to be there and, and to see the, the lights come on, per se, you know, when, when they're experiencing this and they're seeing that maybe what they had as a preconceived notion isn't necessarily true? Well, I tell you why. I have the greatest job in the world. Like, this is a part-time gig for me. I, I started this. I'm the executive director, and it's a, a small part of my job. I'm a full-time professor at Mount Marty University. But to be able to do this once a month where I get together with these fellows and you watch people share their vulnerabilities and their challenges and their brokenness, whether it's at family or at work or how they've treated employees or how they've... And you watch the honesty by which they have conversations with one another. And I'm telling you, Brandon, that's when I realized that I had something special because we created a community in which the fellows could come where they can be honest about who they are and what they're doing and whether or not they're doing it the way that maybe they ought to be doing it, the way that God has empowered them to do it. And if not, do they maybe want to go to work this morning and do that better? And when they have that awakening, boy, kitty bar the door, man. I don't have to push the rock off the hill anymore. It's rolling down and they're on their own and they get all fired up and start reading books on their own and going to mass once a week. So, so it's, it's, uh, it's been magnificent to watch. Um, I got the best job in the world, Brandon. You know, uh, eight years ago, could you have imagined that uh, that you guys would be where you are now with, with 100 members um, and just letting the Holy Spirit in and, and change guys' lives? No. And for me, the big thing, and I don't know that this is the right way to approach it, but it's more focused on... Um, it's not, and we got farmers in there, and we got, but you know, we're in Sioux Falls, 250,000. It's more of a white collar business community, although it's not all white collar. Uh, but you know, you look at some of these, you got bank presidents walking in the door every month. Like when you got the president of the bank walking in the door saying, I'm trying to be a better man today, and I want to do business better today, and I need to, re- I need my faith to help me reflect upon how I do this just uh, to, to support the common good. Holy smokes. I want that guy to be my banker, you know, or, or architect, or you know. So we got, you know, we got some people that are significant leaders in our community that are a part of this, and then we got a little bit of everybody that's in the room. But when when you get the president in the bank, you know, you're just like, wow, the president finds meaning in this gathering. The the young pup, right? We got a couple of twenty year olds that are in it. They just graduated from college. They're in their first jobs. You got those kids running around in there. I mean, this is really a multi-generational type of a a gathering of men, uh, but the unifying principle is their Catholic faith and work or business. And and they're attracted to the business, and through business, they come to encounter their faith in a new way that they haven't had presented to them for the most part. 
before. Yeah. Joe, thanks for being on with us this morning. We do need to head to a break and we'll continue with you talking about a a huge conference that you guys weren't able to hold last year, but it's back this year. And it's something that guys will not want to miss. Even if they're not in the Sioux Falls area, it's easy to travel to and be a part of. We'll talk more about that when Real Presence Live continues after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. We're glad to be with you. We're having a great conversation with Joe Rutten, which we'll return to in just a moment. But first, I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Steve Sponskowski. And uh, we're having a great morning. If you've missed any of Real Presence Live so far... You can find the podcast later today on realpresenceradio.com. You can also find it on the smartphone app. We've had some great discussions, powerful discussions, powerful stories, and uh, I really encourage you to check those out. So realpresenceradio.com, also on the RPR app. As I mentioned, we're visiting with Joe Rutten, who's the executive director of a, a group called the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity that he formed eight years ago. It has 100 members and is comprised of 
anywhere from people who are into their first men who are into their their first job to to as he was telling us before the break uh, the the president of the bank and uh, you know Joe thanks for being with us I, I want to just touch on this point and then we'll get into this big event that I talked about before the break and that's this when you've got people like the president of the bank and you've, and you have people you know guys who are in their first jobs and and we see this this intermingling of of these these hundred people in the community farmers different people like that what does that do to the community when when you begin to have guys who own businesses who begin to care more about their business practices the people who work for them and you've got guys who you know they they care about those who are their co-workers and and all these different levels in between how does that begin to to seep into the community and and change it for the good yeah that's boy we could do a whole show on that question <laughs> um uh, you know, the first thing that comes to me is we had a discussion right away about whether there should be uh, um, uh, a Catholic group or whether it should be a Catholic men's group. And we decided, we discerned and prayed and thought that the formation would be different if we had it as a Catholic group and that we wanted to specifically target men, and that we thought a women's group should exist too, that women should start a, a Catholic women in business group. And so there is a group of ladies here that meet uh in Sioux Falls, better Catholic women in business. Um, but what we found is that the wives were the most encouraging people to the ministry, and the wives were the ones that were really like, "No, my husband needs a men's group like this. Like this is the this I want my husband in the morning going to these types of events." Uh, and so we had strong support from the wives because they saw that it made their husbands more thoughtful, more faithful stronger uh, husbands and fathers in the family. Then you turn it to the business community, and all of a sudden you get, you get these, these fellows thinking about how it is that what they're doing, uh, is it actually contributing to the common good? Well, then you stop and you say, common good? How many of the fellows even know what the term the common good means? I barely know what it means. It's one of those elusive words we use, but what is it actually? Um, and so then you start giving them the, the, the language, a common language where they can come together around um, these terms, but then they're the ones that are actually integrating it into the community. But what they found mostly is that they're already doing it. They just now are given nobility to understand that what they were doing was good, that the church cared about it, and that the church actually had something to say and contribute to help them do it even better. And that's magic. And when they, when that type of a, a, a culture is developed, that's where human flourishing is found. And that's what I would say for me as I have found, is that I've found individuals and organizations that are flourishing and doing better today because of their ability to think, pray, and, and consider faith principles and how they impact their business practices. That's exciting, Joe. And I think uh, on that note, uh, we should turn and talk about this conference where you're trying to really spread that message and, and bring other, you know, bring people in to experience that in, you know, in a fraternal situation too, right? Oftentimes we get together and we look across the room and say, I'm not the only person who's actually trying to integrate my faith into my right. business practices. What the heck? <laughs> so, right. And so what, what we found was that it's like, wait a minute, this is a men's group, but the curriculum or content of our coming together is for everybody. 
it's not even it's not even sectarian or, or parochial for Catholics. Like the Prince Catholic social teaching and virtue is you are universally human. And so what we're doing actually can be done with and for any person of any religious faith. And so we said, what if we create this platform where in Sioux Falls every summer, men, women, Catholic, Christian, anybody that wants to do business better, particularly those that are that are Christian and interested in how is it that our Christian faith can ha- can provide us with leaven that can help business help our personal business and the larger business community be better? Boy, what if we created a faith and business conference for everybody? And so that's what we did. And we've had as many as 450 people there, or we've had as few as one of them. We have about 230, 200 to 230. And both of them were great sizes where a larger demographic of people were able to come and, and spend just a half a day not the big commitment, half a day, reflecting on faith principles and business practices. And we put up a great panel of speakers. Uh, We start with Mass at 11 o'clock. We give you a boxed lunch at noon. We do a speaker at 1, 2, and 3. You're out the door at 4.30. You're back at home if you're from the area. And a lot of people that come in, we've had people from Fargo, from Kansas, from Ohio. They just fly in and they spend a couple of nights here or something, you know, and just hang out and get to know the area and treat it as a vacation, and we found a huge success. Steve, what we have found is there is just not a, a, it, there is not a lot of places that have created a platform for business leaders to think about and to, to reflect on and to dialogue with one another about how does my faith actually impact how I do business. There's lots of people that talk about having a Bible study or praying before meetings, or and that's great, but not everybody can do that. And those that do do that, that's not the only way that we can bring faith into business. We can bring faith into business by talking about dignity of employees. We can bring faith into business by talking about the common good and about how our larger corporate purpose serves our larger communities and creates a more flourishing community. We can talk about the principle of solidarity, where we come together as a family when one brother or sister is down and out in the organization in the business and is struggling. Boy, we come together and and, and we support that person. Well, that's not just a secular good thing to do. Our faith tells us that is the right thing to do. That's gospel values. That's the responsibility of our baptismal call. It's not like we just do Christianity on Sunday in the pew. And so that's what we're meeting here, is we're addressing how is it that we can take Sunday into Monday by bringing faith principles into business practice. And we found that there is a lot of people, men and women, Catholics, Christians, other denominations, that are like, sign me up, baby, let's do this, I'm, I'm in. And so coming up here in a few weeks, we'll have our sixth annual Faith and Business Conference for women and men of any faith to talk about faith principles and business practice. That's on Thursday, August nineteenth, um, and uh, talk talk to us a little bit about uh, what's going to go on that. Or you have a you have some big name speakers coming oh, to that baby. event. Yes, we got Matt Burke. Now, if anybody doesn't know Matt Burke, he's out of Minnesota, but he was with the Minnesota Vikings. He is a Harvard graduate, and he was a center. Centers in in football are often very intelligent people, and so Matt's a Harvard grad. 
signed with the Vikings, played many years with the Vikings, won a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, he won his Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, I don't remember that happening <laughs> with the Vikings. <laughs> All right, so I'm still waiting for my Super Bowl. Packers fans, I know, I know, I know. So Matt's coming down. He, he in retirement, has gotten into this space of faith and work, faith and business. He's a strong Catholic, strong Christian, loves his faith. He's actually built a Catholic high school that's based upon virtue and so he's going to come down, and the whole conference theme is going to be about building great teams. How is it that our faith can help us create and sustain great teams at work? And so we've got Matt Burke as the headliner. He'll cap it off at the end of the afternoon. Uh, but leading up to that, then we'll have a Click Rain, a local technology firm, an online web content uh, a firm in town. They're going to have a panel with three People from the firm, the, the president, the CEO, a couple of others, they're going to come, and they're going to talk. They're a faith, family, work business. So faith is in their mission statement. So they're going to come and talk about this faith and work and how they build the faith, family, work culture. Uh, and then it's going to, the conference will open up at the beginning at 1 o'clock uh, with Andreas Widmer, who, who wrote The Pope and the CEO. He's a phenomenal business guy. He teaches out at Catholic University of America in D.C. Just unbelievably, he, he alone actually could be the headliner. Um, so he's at he's the first speaker, and then we're going to give you a lunch at noon. But we're going to kick it off with mass at eleven. So anybody's welcome to come. We find that non-Catholics even and come and enjoy finding out what that Catholic mass is all about. But if they're like, oh, you know what, I'll show up at lunch. They can come in and get their lunch at noon and sit down and. Have a great afternoon as we talk about bringing faith principles into business practices, building great teams at work. Excellent. And again, that is August 19th. You can visit uh, the website cmbfsf.org. And uh, that, that stands for right. Catholic Men's Business Fraternity, Fraternity Sioux Falls, I guess, right? Is that right. correct? And you know what, Steve? The best way to really do it is just Google search or just type faithinbusinessconference.com. There you go. Nobody, that's, that's, that nobody's even doing. Nobody even had the URL address. Faithandbusinessconference.com, all together, one word. Uh, it'll take you to the website. $50 tickets. They're cheap. Uh, we, this is open and accessible to everybody. Uh, it, it's a can't-miss event in the Midwest. So if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you come join us. Excellent. Well, thank you, Joe, for your time here. This is Joe Rutten, the Executive Director for Catholic Men's Business Conference. And, uh, Check that out and join the great work that they're doing right there. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, Stephen Brandon. All right. Next, folks, we're going to visit with Bishop Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. We're going to be talking about the plan for Eucharistic, the Eucharistic revival. They have a three-year plan. The bishops are talking about uh, lessons learned from the pandemic and a Eucharistic catechesis, a three-year plan. Bishop Aquila from the, sorry, Bishop Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. If I could talk, that would help. But uh, we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is Real Presence Radio. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 